0: themselves. I should just get fake plants.
1: It's the President's Day sale at
2: Mattress Firm. Get a king bed for a queen price. Save up to $700 plus a free adjustable base with select Sealy mattresses. See a lower price? We'll match it. The right mattress matters. We'll find yours. Restrictions apply. See store or website for details.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? It's time for Out of Bounds. Two beauties! With William Quackenbush. Slow your roll. The, the show goes till three, loser. And Ben Milstead. My gosh, we need an intervention for you.
3: Be the final play of the college season, perhaps. If Clemson
1: gets a touchdown to win it, the Bama can hold him out, perhaps a field goal attempt for overtime. Watson. Touchdown! Hunter Renfro. Little man makes another enormous play. And Clemson runs out of the field and celebrates. They come to California and strike gold. Out of bounds. Yo, you don't even know what stupid is. It's about to get all stupid up in here.
2: If any of you need anything at all, too bad. Deal with your problems yourselves like adults
1: it's time. All right, let's do this. Match point, touchdown, etc.
4: Welcome in. Glad to have you with us. We are live on The Roar on a Friday, February the 16th, 2024. Thanks so much for joining us here on Out of Bounds. William Quagginbush and Ben Milstead. We are live in two locations today. Ben is back inside the Upcountry Fiber Studios. I am live at Doug Kingsmore Stadium. We are just about four hours from first pitch. In fact, I can tell you if things go according to plan, which is always a bit of an adventure on opening day, uh, we will start in three hours and 57 minutes. uh, The first college baseball game of the season here in Clemson. The weather is gorgeous. Uh, it's a little bit overcast, which I think is actually good um, for uh, for an opening day. I like that, especially this time of year. 59 degrees, a little bit of a breeze, but not much. And that's probably going to continue. Um, if you're planning on coming in for the game today, uh, just know the hourly forecast suggests it's going to be cloudy the whole time. By the time this thing's over, maybe in the, the mid to upper 50s, but it's not going to get much cooler than this. I'm telling you, this is about as good as you could ask for on an opening day today. you got a top ten baseball team facing off against an NCAA tournament team from a year ago that won 39 games with one of your former players coaching first base. Uh, that is, uh, that's just an outstanding opening series, and I'm excited to talk about it with you today. 654-ROAR is the number you want to join us on the phones on the Adams Co-Roofing text line. Ben Milstead, how are you today, sir?
3: Well, last time you were on remote and I was here, you were in Miami and I was jealous. Today, you are in a baseball stadium on opening day and I am even more jealous. So, there you go. But happy for you. Maybe maybe I'll see if I can get over there, uh, you know, catch a couple innings today. That would be great. You're right. Though it is a little overcast, but the weather outside is is just the absolute perfect temperature.
4: I'm wearing short sleeves. I can't remember the last time I wore short sleeves uh, on opening day without a like. I've got a I've got a fleece for leaving tonight. But um, and I props to ACC Network for uh, providing the short sleeve shirt today. So you're but, you're, uh, on t-
3: you're on you're uh, on on the old television today. Right. I'm
4: on. Yes, yeah. I'm on TV today, and then uh, TBD tomorrow. You'll either see me or hear me. Uh, we'll
3: have Don Munson though on radio, of course, so you can listen to that as you are uh, at work and hiding your headset from your boss and all that good stuff. You can listen to that. I I would imagine Bob Mahoney with Don today. I think
4: that is correct. Yes. So. And I uh, I talked to Don, and I was like, hey, if you want to pop in and put a headset on, that's fine. I know you have like nineteen sporting events to prepare for this weekend. And he was like, Yeah, I mean it's gonna be it's gonna be a long day. We'll see if we can uh, if we can get some thoughts from Don and uh maybe some thoughts from Bob as well, uh before the uh before the old game today. I Ben, I I am um I'm curious to see how people feel about this. This is something we're gonna revisit and sort of come back to. All your questions, all your projections, all your insights, all your doubts and fears and hopes and dreams. This is the place for you today. We got Brett Freelander at twelve twenty-five. We're going to talk some college hoops. We're going to talk some college football, but we're also going to talk some Clemson baseball and some college baseball today. Any questions you have, we're going to do our best to answer them. Um, if things work out according to plan, which they may or may not, uh, we may have lineups, um, which I think are still very much an open question. We may have lineups by the time we uh, by the time we get off the air today. So. Very, very excited for that. Um, no question about it. I, I just, I, th- there are enough question marks that I just wonder where people stand. And there's a poll on our website on theroarfm.com. You want to go to the website, you uh, go to theroarfm.com slash polls or our uh, mobile app and click the poll tab there. I want to know what are your expectations for Clemson baseball this season. I know what Eric Bakich is going to say. They expect to finish the year in Omaha. They expected to finish in Omaha last year. That is what they want to do each and every year, and so that's that's what we're getting from the program. I want to know from fans, from people who are who are following this team, for people who understand sort of what happened last year and and the uh, the difficulty of doing difficult things uh, in in college baseball, um, where Clemson is a program. I want to know, what do you expect? From Clemson Baseball this year. And so you have five options, as I want to do. You have five options. You actually also have other. I don't even know what other means. I just felt really led to put that on there today. Um, the options are go to a regional, just make the tournament. Host a regional, get a top 16 seed. Win a regional, your expectation. Go to Omaha, which would be win a super regional. And then win a national title, obviously, um, is uh, is self-explanatory there. So... Which best describes your expectations for this Clemson team? Ben, I'm interested to see where people fall on this. The early returns, 50% say go to Omaha, which is on the back of the hats. That's what Eric Bakich has been saying. And I do kind of think that is a that is a baseline expectation. And people are, people are thinking about that and dreaming about that again. And it would require skipping a step because Clemson still hasn't won a regional since 2010. It's lost, I believe, five straight home regionals, if I've got that right, so not even hosting one guarantees you even get out of that, but a lot of folks are, are just flat out saying uh, Omaha is the expectation, Omaha is what we think we can achieve here, and I'm interested to see the texters and the callers today and these votes on the poll, uh, where people stand on this. Where do you stand on this? Are you a, a hardliner with Clemson baseball? Do you fluctuate in terms of your expectation and... What are your sort of thoughts and feelings about this season coming up?
3: With sports, I am very much a progression guy, and by that I mean you don't skip steps in terms of expectations. If it happens, that's fantastic. But I don't know. I, I'm. This is an open-handed argument for me. You know, to each his own. That's fine. It's personally, I can't say Omaha or bust for a team who hasn't been there in 14 years. You know, uh, yeah. two coaches ago. Also, Eric Backage's second season. I, For me, I'm setting myself up for disappointment if I say Omaha or bust. Uh, I I could care less what is written on the back of a stinking hat. And that seems to bother people that you put that on a hat and that therefore that means it's Omaha or bust. I, I don't think that's the case. But, listen, if you want to take that approach, you do you. Uh, personally, I think Clemson needs to get out of a regional. And that would be a, a realistic expectation. That's something you haven't done, oh, gosh, has that been as, that long as also? When's the last yes. time they won a regional?
4: 2010 because it was Same the – Same season. Okay. That's right. That's right. I can go back to, and I, the re, the only reason I know that is because that 2011 UConn Regional, I think it it was like the glass shattering on what was the golden age of Clemson baseball that they're now trying to sort of bring back. Um, it was the first time Clemson had not gotten out of a home regional. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clemson was in the winner's bracket in that game, so like UConn had to beat them twice, and they did. I mean, they smoked them on that Monday. And, um, Clemson as a program, I think still like the fan base is still a little bit fragile because of that, because there was an expectation that you were going to win that night and then you didn't. And like I said, they, they haven't done it since. And so I think there's still some recovery that's going on. And that's why I think part of Eric Bakic's approach, like the classroom stuff and the culture stuff and the program stuff, I think that's how you're going to get back because when... When there's a wound that deep, and there are, there are deep wounds still from that um, and some of the aftermath, some of the things that happen afterwards, uh, it takes a little bit of time to heal. I'm with you, Ben. I mean, I, I, think, I think this team has a lot of question marks coming into the season. I actually think it is a great, um, it is a great testament to the program that a lot of people are saying we expect to go to Omaha, given that you can't even tell me, like I can't even tell you for sure who's starting at shortstop today. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you for sure who's starting at third base or first base or right or uh, right field, or I can't tell you uh, for certain who's going to be pitching this weekend, um, how many innings they're going to go. I can tell you Billy Barlow is going to be starting today and Tristan Smith starting tomorrow, and Aiden Kanak is starting on Sunday. But past that, I don't know. Um, there are a lot of things still to find out about this team, but the way that Eric Bakich and his staff went about improving the roster – and finding answers last year, I think has given people this idea, I think it's well-founded, that they're going to figure it out again, especially with a very talented freshman class made up primarily of players that they picked, uh, which is another sort of interesting element at play here. You talked about year two of baggage. This is like year one where I think most of the guys here have sort of bought in from the get-go to his way of doing things, or that's the only thing that they know in college baseball. So I'm interested to I'm, I'm interested to see what it is that they're able to do with this roster with a lot of potential answers, but not a whole lot of concrete answers. I would be fine with getting with to a super regional this year. Personally, I'm with you.
3: Yeah, and see, I almost feel like you skipped a step last year in that you hosted a regional. You know, when I, when the thought was just just get back into the postseason, and you actually hosted. Um, you you know I. To get to a point where you can host either host or be in a super regional man, hosting a super regional is one of the most exciting sporting events I've been to on col- on a college campus. It truly is uh just just get me there i'm i'm I would be happy with that
4: I agree, I do think um Clemson hasn't done it in a long time, obviously. I think hosting a super regional it, it was it's like if an elite 8 game in basketball was on campus. Um, I mean we're going to see it with the college football playoff where those 5 12 6 11 7 10 8 9 games are on campus. We're going to see a similar thing. Um, starting next year with the 12 team playoff. But the like softball super regional, baseball super regional, um, those are those are just different those are different deals, man. It's a best-of-three, which is it's the only time in the postseason until the, the championship game that you're playing a best-of-three. There's only one opponent. Again, only time until the championship series is only one opponent. And uh, you're right. If Clemson could host a Super Regional, which D1 Baseball has them as the eight-overall seed in their preseason field of 64 that was released yesterday, uh, Clemson is in everybody's top 10, top 12, top 8, uh, they should be in contention for that. I do want to say one thing uh, about this team. I mentioned that there are a lot of answers. I, I, this, this sounds like hedging and I don't I don't want to hedge. Uh, you folks know that I'm more than willing to stick my neck out even if it means it gets my head chopped off. Um, I think there it's very likely that this season could feel a bit like last season where they started 2-7 and seven in the ACC, and they were sort of trying to find answers, and then once they did, they were off to the races. Um, I think it's a little bit concerning that you, you've got guys like Austin Gordon haven't been stretched out yet, um, so he's, he's probably going to be in a bullpen role. That's your Friday guy. That's a Team USA, uh, USA baseball guy. Um, I feel like that's a little bit of a concern coming into the weekend. I also think that your talent on this team is younger but they're not always ready to play. And so you may have some older guys that are holding down spots that may give way over time to younger guys with a little more upside and a little more of an ability to get Clemson baseball where it feels like it needs to go. That process may take some time. And so you've also got some some really interesting series here. Uh, Look, you're not just going to show up and beat Xavier. I'll just go ahead and tell you. This is a team, they won 39 games last year. Uh, they got to the knockout game in the Vanderbilt Regional. They actually knocked out Vandy on their home field in a regional. The only time they've beaten Clemson, they, or excuse me, the only time they played Clemson ever, they beat them um, in the uh, Nashville Regional in 2014. They returned seven position players. Uh, they returned their Friday starters, preseason All-Big East. They have five different guys preseason All-Big East, including, or excuse me, four different guys preseason All-Big East, including their first baseman, second baseman, and third baseman, who are all top 50 in their position groups, uh, courtesy of D1 Baseball. This is a very talented team that's coming in here. They're feeling good about themselves. Uh, they were picked second behind only UConn in the Big East preseason, and it's a team that's probably going to find its way into the into the conversation as an at-large uh, team into the NCAA tournament. I would not be surprised about that at all, but certainly is, has the capability of winning the Big East if you win this series, like you don't even have to sweep it. If you win this series with as many question marks and new faces, they're trying to break in. I think that's a good expectation for this weekend, no question about it. Um, six five four roar is the number. Six five four seven six two seven. If you'd like to join, us. Uh, Nick Roby. I just see this text on the uh, Adams Corriving text line. Nick gets in and says, "Yeah, I mean, winning a series against Xavier, uh, this is not a this is not a gimme at all for this weekend." Text from eight six four says, "Canuck was throwing ninety seven over the summer." yeah they're they're very high on Aiden Kanak, and um, he stretched out enough to get the ball first. Again, you're going to see a lot of pit You're probably going to see uh, 14 or 15 pitchers this weekend. I would say that's probably a max number. I would say some I would say 12 on the low side and probably 14 or 15 on the high side just because they they have been very upfront about keeping guys on strict pitch limits and trying to make sure that guys are still on a, uh, a program that makes sense. Um, for them as they ramp up on the pitching side. I've got some thoughts on the position players, too, I'll give you uh, in just a little bit as well. And we'll, we'll answer all your questions, any, any concerns that you have. We'll try to throw that in there uh, throughout the show today. Clemson basketball, it's a busy weekend on campus. Clemson basketball hosting NC State, busy weekend of ACC hoops. We're going to talk to Brett Freelander about that and a little college baseball when we come back. 654 Roar is a number. You want to join us on the phones or on the Adams at Go Roofing Text Line today. We continue on in hour one after this.
1: Hey guys, it's time to reclaim that alpha feeling. If you've been feeling sluggish, carrying extra weight, or missing a step in the bedroom, it's time for a change. Book an appointment today at Low Country Mail. Our concierge testosterone replacement therapy plans start at just $220 a month, covering testosterone, labs, medication, and doctor visits. We also offer growth hormone replacement and top-notch anti-aging plans. Let's make men men again. Book today at LowCountryMail.com. First, it was Seneca. Then came Clemson. Now, Joe's New York Pizza is in Central at 302 East Main Street. Featuring 10-inch personal-sized pizzas and daily lunch specials. A build-your-own salad bar and half-price Wednesdays on any take-and-bake pizza. Great wine selection. And get this, $3 pints all day, every day on their own Joe's House Lager. Served in frozen pint glasses. Dine-in or take-out Tuesday through Sunday, 11 and 9. New York style served with a southern smile. Joe's New York Pizza, 302 East Main and Central.
2: ramp.com slash sports.
5: Hey, foodies, we want to talk to you about the Upstate's favorite taco spot, Willy Taco, with five locations across the Upstate. Our team has been serving up fresh taco fusion for a solid decade now. But let's not forget about the super-fresh margaritas, ice-cold cerveza, and over 80 tequilas that are served up daily from behind our high-energy bar, with happy hour on weekdays starting at 4 p.m. The owners, all local Upstate dudes, love hosting the Willy Taco Fiesta for our amazing guests. Don't wait. Your Willy Taco familia is ready to serve you up our twist on funky fresh fusion. It's the Willy
1: way.
2: It's race for the green time. Go ahead and make your plans to sign up today. RunSignUp.com. It's coming your way March 16th, 2024. Make a commitment to do your first 5K or half marathon and take advantage of those early bird pricing. RunSignUp.com. Great swag, the beautiful medal that everybody talks about. This is our 14th annual half marathon in 5K. Sign up today. Don't forget, March 16th, 2024. RunSignUp.com and come on and have a great time.
3: Carolina Top Dressing is your go-to solution for maintaining a healthy and vibrant lawn. With our specialized soil conditioning program, we ensure your grass stays nutritious and healthy. Right now, take advantage of our limited time offer and receive a free lawn aeration when you sign up for our program. Trust us to help your lawn thrive all season long. Visit us now at carolinatopdressing.com for your free quote. And as always, go Tigers!
1: Don't let turnover stall your business. HTI is the Upstate's trusted attraction and retention partner. We work with employers to provide all things workplace, including recruiting, staffing, HR services, team building, and leadership training. Call Ryan at 513-6563 or visit htijobs.com backslash Upstate today. Again, call Ryan at 513-6563 or visit htijobs.com backslash Upstate today.
5: Broadcasting live from the UpCountry Fiber Studios, this is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. UpCountry Fiber is a stronger connection.
1: No transfer portal here. We're here to stay. We are The Roar, where every day is game day.
3: Walk, who do you think will be – give me a prediction here. The first Clemson player that will do something to make this song get played in the Doug Kingsmore Stadium.
4: Ooh, the first one. All right, so there's a couple things going on here. Let me overthink this broadly for a moment. Um, I got to think about potential lineups and the power – hitters. Um you know what? I'm going to say I'm going to say Will Taylor hits the first one. I think Will I like Taylor that. is okay. the one. Um which is that's kind of odd because I have Will Taylor if I'm just guessing the lineup right now before we have it and I like I have my nine um I have Will Taylor batting second. So that would, that would require him to either hit it very early or them to go around the lineup one time without a home run. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to give it to Will Taylor. I think, uh, think that would be a neat thing. Or like Cam Canarella, just first pitch. Maybe, uh, maybe just a laser over the Cajun Cafe. That would be nice. Um, I'm not going to hedge, though. We'll go with Taylor. Um, let's go now to Brett Friedman. Oh, before we go to Brett, i got to tell you about our friends at the Phoenix Center. Uh, decision-making baseball is about decision-making obviously million little decisions that's why we love it Uh, and life is about decision-making too the phoenix center is all about making sure that our young people have the tools and uh, we know that the best way for young people to have the tools to make good decisions is by putting tools in the hands of parents and then letting parents sort of take the lead on that but it's not enough for the parents look i i had a million people uh preaching truth and values into my life when i was growing up and it helped me make better decisions uh, our young people need that, too, and so there's something for all of us at the Phoenix Center. Go to phoenixcenter.org, check under resources. That's phoenixcenter.org, check under resources, and see how they are helping our communities be just a little bit better each and every day. Uh, our very good friend, a baseball connoisseur and an ACC basketball connoisseur, he is Brett Freelander. He joins us each and every Friday. Check him out at A C C on Twitter, and check him out at SaturdayRoad.com. Brett, what's going on, man?
6: Well, as we speak, I am in the car driving to the USA Baseball National Training Center because, um, as you know, this is the home of the Division Two World Series, which is one of my favorite events. But this time of year, teams from the Northeast will come down here for weekends and just play a bunch of games. And uh, Monmouth, Penn State, Army, Holy Cross, and there's a couple of others are down here. There's uh, four fields, and they're just playing each other all weekend, and I'm going to watch a game with a friend of mine who I met at the Division Two World Series. His son played for, uh, for Millersville. We've got another son playing for Monmouth, so I'm going to watch the Monmouth-Penn uh, uh, State game, which is going to start in about a half an hour, so uh, I'm, I'm fired up. And then you beat me to the punch on, on that home run thing. I think it's going to be Canarella. I think it's going to be the first batter of the year. But he's not going to do it on the first pitch. He's going to run the count a little. It's going to be a 3-1 pitch. He's going to take it downtown. There you
4: go. Oh, man, I love it. I love the specificity there. Um, that's great. That that goes above and beyond your, uh, your bonus checks in the mail there. <laughs> um, let's talk about ACC baseball for a second because Wake Forest is very good. I think Clemson's going to be very good. There are a lot of teams that potentially could be up in that realm. A Duke, for instance, who's beating Indiana right now, one nothing. Uh, down in Conway, Virginia Virginia's is Virginia's supposed to really be very good. good. NC State is supposed to be very good. I mean, what what can we expect from the ACC in your mind before things start here?
6: Well, I think it's going to be a free for all. I, I think you're gonna you could possibly get nine, ten teams in the field. Uh, it's that deep because I think Florida State is going to bounce back in year two with Slink Jarrett. Um, I, I think that he's done a nice job on the transfer portal, and and you know I think last year because of the whole Mike Martin Jr. situation, I yeah, you know, I, I I think that uh, that some people left that he didn't have time to replace. But so I think Florida State is going to have a bounce back season, and then you know if Louisville gets pitching, um, and that that's, that's going to be a real, uh, you know, question because I I'm I'm not real sold on their pitching. But I think Louisville, it, it's hard to see Louisville missing the NCAA tournament three years in a row, um, especially now that you know. Again, McDonald uh, uh, um, uh, you know, made the threat that he was going to leave and that they need to put more uh, of an emphasis on, on baseball and, and they put some money into upgrading facilities. You know, hopefully that, that gets done. And then there's the, the Tar Heels. Uh, you know, he, he did some work on the, on the transfer portal as well. So um, I, I think it's going to be a free-for-all. But, yeah, I think, I think Wake, Clemson, and Virginia, and probably Duke would be that fourth team. I think that's the cream of the crop.
4: Yeah, no doubt about it. And I'm interested to see how it all unfolds. Something crazy is going to happen this weekend, probably uh, for a team for the ACC and against a team for the ACC. And so we'll, uh, we'll talk about that certainly as we go forward. Uh, one note on basketball, I did want to ask you about this because you brought this up before. Uh, ben and I were sort of perplexed that the ACC is adding three teams, but they're not expanding the tournament. And you basically say, we don't even need this stupid thing anymore.
6: We don't. I mean, it's basically a money grab. I mean, Listen, it, it, at one time it was the tournament. And mm-hmm. then the NCAA expanded. And because of the tradition, and because, like Roy Williams used to say, it became a giant cocktail party, it was still the event because everybody got together. Everybody knew each other. You've already played each other twice, you know, and, and, and it was just kind of cool. Well, now it's just too big. And it's four days, and, you know, nobody shows up on Tuesday. And it's just, It's just cumbersome. It serves zero purpose. So get rid of it. And this way, by getting rid of it, you can add two non conference games at the beginning of the season, and you can beat Colorado School of Mines or Mississippi Valley State or Detroit Mercy by 40 points and run up your net. And you can be like the Big 12 and and game the system and not be, you know, listen to Lenardi and and Gary Parrish and all those, and, and Jeff Goodman and Rothstein and all those knuckleheads. You know, talk about how bad the ACC is and how great the Mountain West is because they know how to work the system, and the ACC keeps, you know, hey, strength of schedule. Well, yeah, strength of schedule was cool about four years ago, but now it works
4: against you. Look, I don't disagree with you at all, and I I know that it will never happen. I've been making this argument with football for a long time that the worst thing you can do if you're a conference like the ACC is make your champion play an additional game – to try to get into the college football playoff. And I, I said that when it was a fourteen playoff. It just there's there's no reward for it except money. Now I think even more so, even in a twelve team playoff the winner's gonna go. Yep. But Brett, you're yep. you're killing yourself in terms of the reputation of the league if your if your top team is ranked eleventh, let's say, and then loses and you're the the fifth highest ranked conference champion or whatever, and you don't get a buy. It it just feels like a lot of risk for no reward in all of these postseason formats now.
6: There is, but it's all about money, 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 money. And the whole Florida State thing is, is making it, you know, bringing it to the forefront. So uh, I don't see it's going to go away. Listen, if they weren't, if they, and they're not going to get rid of it. And by the way, let's hope that in five years there's still an ACC to have this, this argument about. But um, if they were going to still have the, the tournament, and they are, instead of getting rid of three, why not get rid of, say, ooh, six? And just make it a, a a what is it? It would be a twelve-team tournament. Yeah, twelve-team tournament. And basically, what you do is you're starting on Thursday. You're starting with the quarterfinals. You have the four buys. You play the you know and 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 you 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 eliminate the first two days of this thing, and and that would make it a lot more streamlined and it would make a lot better. Um, although I wouldn't. I mean, it, I would. It would be fun to watch NC State the first year that they don't get in because <laughs> that would be fun on social media. Or uh, and I wish I could take credit for this, um, but Luke DeCock, the columnist of the uh, Raleigh News and Observer, threw this out there a couple of weeks ago, and it's a cool idea. So if you want to have everybody involved, all 18 teams, and you're going to spread this thing out till Monday anyway, why not have the bottom eight teams um, be in two separate pods? You break them up into two 14 pods. You play those things separately. I mean, simultaneously on Monday and Tuesday, right? The two teams that survived those then go into the main bracket, and there you got your twelve team tournament so uh, there are a lot of ways they could have done this, but leave it to the ACC to do something ridiculous and something that doesn 't make a lot of sense because that 's that 's their brand
4: I do want to talk about uh, I do want to talk about uh, a couple of the games coming out this weekend, but now i got to follow up because. I said my conspiracy theory is that they kept it at 15 because ESPN doesn't want to pay for more and ESPN secretly just wants the ACC to fail so they can pick and choose the brands they want to pay for uh, once the once the thing falls apart and they don't care. Uh, somebody else pointed out that they kept it at 15 because this they think eventually they're that, going to have 15. Uh, you know, and, and the the other one is uh, we had a Texer come in and say, well, what if they think there's only going to be 15 teams anyway? Do do you give either one of those theories credence as to why they kept it? Because to me, it doesn't make any sense. Like on the on its face, why I, would anyone want a fifteen team bracket? Yeah, I, I give
6: your I give your uh your your theory a lot more more credibility because I honestly believe the ACC thinks it's going to win its lawsuit against Florida State. Florida State's going to be stuck with them until twenty thirty six. Uh, I I honestly believe that uh, because uh, just everything I've 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 heard, everyone I've talked to uh, they're not willing to, to negotiate it out because if they do, you know, it's basically doomsday. Although when you really think about it, if they let Florida state out and they have to pay $110 million or whatever it is to get out. And then there's some sort of other, you know, cash settlement who's to say that Clemson and Miami and North Carolina don't stay because that money's got to go somewhere and it's going to get distributed to them. Right. So, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I think that the ACC is in this for the long haul. They think they're going to win this, and they're not, they're not counting on having less than, you know. That I, I would be more willing on to, to believe that they still hold out hope that they can get Notre Dame to come in full-time and then add one more and then end up at 20 than they, than they do thinking that they're going to end up with 15.
4: He is Brett Friedlander. Check him out at SaturdayRoad.com. He's got a great column on the ACC Men's Basketball Tournament and on Wake Forest Baseball. I read both of those uh, earlier today, and you can uh, you can check those out at SaturdayRoad.com as well. Uh, let's talk about a couple games coming up this weekend. Um, let's start with Wake Forest. Uh, that's sort of that fifth team in the ACC that people know is an NCAA tournament team, but they want to see the meat on the bone to back it up. I get the hesitancy on Wake Forest because they don't have any quad one wins. Uh, in fact, I saw a stat that Steve Forbes has only got two quad one wins his entire time at Wake, which is astounding to me. Um, they've got an opportunity to go to Virginia and sort of finish what Pittsburgh started this week. What are your thoughts on that matchup?
6: Yeah, well, you know, he had three career quad one wins until Wednesday. What was it, Tuesday? Yeah. Because when Virginia lost to Pitt. That knocked Pitt down, and so their win against Virginia at home is no longer a quad one win. And by the uh, way, that's the stupidity of the quad system, yes. by the way, because you know, I, I think it should be at the time that you play it, and it's locked in. But uh, that's just me. But, uh, yeah, I think they got a real good shot at this because um, they, they can do what you have to do to beat uh, Virginia, and that is shoot for the perimeter. Because that pack line defense, it's tough to get anything around the basket because they're going to they're gonna collapse and they're going to double-team and, and, and they're going to leave shots open. And that's what Pittsburgh did. Pittsburgh knocked down shots. And, by the way, I think Pittsburgh is bordering on an NCAA tournament team now, too. Mm. Remember when they were 1-5 in the ACC? Well, they're 7-6 now. And, and Jeff Capel has really kind of got that team together. you got to remember, they're playing two freshman starters. And those freshman starters are playing like veterans now, uh, especially Jalen Lowe. And, um, uh, I, I, think they're continuing to get better and they have not reached their ceiling. And I think before all of a sudden done, Pitt may end up being an NCAA team, but yeah, I think we're, that, that, that Duke has got, I, I mean, uh, Wake Forest has got a real shot at winning this game. Uh, the other thing too, is Efton Reed has got to stay out of foul trouble because I saw a, a stat where they're like plus 56 with him in, in, in the lineup. And, and, you know, it's not necessarily his scoring although duke could not stop him inside and if he would have stayed on the court i think wake may have beaten duke at cameron the other night but um his his value and his you know really what they need him on the court on saturday against uh, virginia is as a rim protector and defensively um and if he can stay on the court and they knock down a few shots uh yeah they can win this game and they really need to and if you look at wake's schedule even if they don't win this game, their schedule—they have already played the, the toughest part of their of their schedule. Now they still have Clemson left, which will be a quad one game. But other than that, there are a bunch of winnable games, and as long as they don't, you know, uh, you know, shoot the pooch and and, uh, and and lose to a you know to a Syracuse or to a Louisville, uh, they should be okay. I think that they'll be okay. And their net will be high enough where they can, uh, or or low enough, is it? Where, where they'll they'll be okay on Selection Sunday. But you know, to to stay out of Dayton and to just stay out of the conversation, a win Saturday would really, really go a long way.
4: All right. Uh, finally, uh, real quickly, we got about a minute left. Uh, your thoughts on Duke going on the road to Tallahassee? Feels like a bit of a precarious spot for the Blue Devils.
6: It is. Uh, look, Tala- I mean. Florida State has got, you know, they've, they've got some deficiencies and they're really beatable, but they play really well at home. And Duke historically has not played well there. Um, mm-hmm. I, listen, if, if Mark Mitchell and, and, and Soropowski play the way they did against Wake Forest, especially on the offensive end, and if Jared McCain keeps giving them that, that extra rebounder, they'll be okay. But those are things that have to happen because if, if one of those two big guys has a night off, And they don't have a second guy crashing the, a third guy crashing the boards, they could be in trouble.
4: He is Brett Freelander, folks. Check him out at bfreedacc on Twitter and at SaturdayRoad.com. Brett, enjoy some great baseball this weekend. Enjoy a nice full basketball weekend, and we'll talk again next week. All right, play ball. All right, let's do it, man. Brett Freelander joined the program. 654-ROAR is the number. He brought up a couple interesting things on the hoops front we'll talk about. We've also got lots of time to talk Clemson baseball today, live from Doug Kingsmore Stadium. Hour one of the program continues right after this.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, this is Greg Elliott of the Prosperity Group. I'd like to invite you to tune into our radio show, The Prosperity Hour, on Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. You'll learn about Social Security, how to maximize it, how to make an asset out of it, how to protect your retirement income and create a pension-like income that you can't outlive for both you and your spouse. I'll show you tax-free strategies that protect you against nursing homes and illnesses. Just give me a call at 864-989-0176 or go to MyMoneyIsSafe.com.
6: 2008 was an incredible year for me and my family. Not only was it the year that I became head coach at Clemson, But it was also the year that I found the only dealership I need for sales and service. Toyota of Easley is my kind of place. If you are considering the purchase of a new or used vehicle or need your current vehicle serviced or repaired, then I encourage you to go see the winning team at Toyota of Easley. Be sure and tell them Dabo sent you.
1: Here at ATV Outfitters, we stock more ATV, UTV, motocross, and street bike products than anyone for hundreds of miles around. We have more than 10,000 tires and wheels on hand, and we pride ourselves on great prices and getting you the accessories you need fast. Come see us in the items that are readily available to get your vehicle ready for the street, trail, or mud pit. Don't buy elsewhere. We'll both lose money. Come by the store located at 2485 Rutherford Road, Greenville, or shop online at atvoutfitters.net. Thank you for voting Tiger Express Wash as the best of the best car wash in 2023. Use your unlimited FastPass in Clemson, Easley, or Pendleton. Tiger Express Wash. Proudly serving the upstate with more locations, same quality care. Medicare. If you're
5: about to turn 65, you're being absolutely bombarded with messages. Your mailbox is beyond full, and Joe Namath tells you every single day to get the benefits you deserve. How do you make sense of it all? It's confusing, frustrating, and even overwhelming. But it doesn't have to be. The decisions that you make today could affect you for the rest of your life. So let's make sure that you make the right ones for you. One size doesn't fit all. Give me a call for a free no-obligation appointment to help you make sense of it all. 864-467-8738. That's 864-467-8738. I'm Guy the Insurance Guy. My company is the insurance source, and what we do is simple. We make health insurance easier. If you've been charged with a criminal offense, the legal system can be overwhelming and intimidating. You could be facing significant consequences. You need someone in your corner to help you navigate it all. Nick Lavery, Clemson's local attorney, will help you get the answers you need. Call today for your free consultation at 864-654-3680 or visit nicklaverylaw.com. You don't have to go through this alone. Nick Lavery, Clemson's local
2: attorney, here for you. SD's Heating & Air, the Elite Heil Dealer of the Upstate, is here to give you peace of mind with an exclusive offer. If cold air is blowing from your unit and your heat is on, it's time for a routine checkup. A priority customer membership with Estes Heating & Air includes two full routine services to make sure your unit is running efficiently all year long. New members enjoy $25 off the one-time membership fee. SD's Heating & Air, the Elite Heil Dealer of the Upstate, 864-718-7200. Is your crawlspace damp or musty? Water
1: in your crawlspace can cause wood to rot and creates an environment for mold and mildew that can make its way inside your home. Canty Foundation Specialist specializes in crawlspace repair. Call us today for your free inspection so you can have the peace of mind knowing your crawlspace is dry and your home is protected. Call today, 864-641-0176 or visit CantyCanFixIt.com
2: Okay, three more climbers, seven loggers. Plus. Ted's sustainably sourced logging company is growing a new branch. What about truck driver contracts? Which means a new HR manager will be the first hire to fall. Uh,
0: then we'll need to staff up the
2: warehouse. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I mean, Indeed. Indeed you do. You can schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from your employer dashboard. Visit indeed.com credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Spend your
1: lunch every day with Quok and Ben on Out of Bounds. We promise, they'll save you a plate. And I'll have the number 8. That's a party platter that serves 12 people. I know what I'm about, son. Weekdays from noon to 3, right here on The Roar, where every day is game day.
4: Don't fire me up. Don't do it. We still got three hours, uh, and I got to just sit here and wait. Uh, hour one continues out of bounds. You know, uh, I, I understand that not everybody plays, she thinks my tractor's sexy at their home baseball games, but my question is, why don't you? Why don't you do that? Is there a, be- is there a reason why you wouldn't play that when the infield's getting drugged and when, you're, uh, when the grounds crew's doing their thing? I can't think of one. Except you just hate people and fun things in baseball. Your thought, you, are you, you big, uh, I mean, obviously you played it, but do you like that, the tradition of after the fifth when the infield's getting drugged, uh, she thinks my tractor's sexy? I,
3: I mean, I just played the song, so that should be your answer. Also, it's Kenny Chesney, so that's uh, another plus. Big time. I, they've they've been playing that since that song came out. I mean, that song predates you, Quak.
4: It does. It does. I've never been to like I, again, I've never been to a Clemson baseball game where it wasn't played. So, I you know, that's all I know. Um I I was thinking about that actually uh during the break I was thinking about this. The catastrophe of a plumbing issue on opening day uh would be a disaster. No question about it. South Carolina fans, you know what I'm talking about. You can't have large-scale plumbing disasters in big sporting events, right? Uh, and also, you can't have big plumbing disasters where you call a plumber and they say, well, we'll get to it, you know, one to five days or whatever. Uh, thankfully, there's one Tom plumber. It's the plumber whose name is his number in Greenville, Charleston, and Columbia. Founded and operated by Clemson Grads, they provide 24-7 emergency plumbing and drain cleaning services uh, they are honest and upfront. They've got flat rate pricing uh, that makes sense. Uh, they're not trying to gouge people or take advantage of your situation. And uh, they have same-day, they guarantee same-day service always for things like no hot water or sewage backups that can really cause a problem in your world. Uh, call them. And again, if you can't remember the number, uh, then you don't know the name. Uh, the plumber whose name is his number, that's 1 Tom Plumber. Um, I've got thoughts on Brett Freelander's thoughts, uh, Ben, I'm sure you do as well. We'll get to that in a second. First, let's go to the phone. 654 Roars the number. Scott in Greenville joins us next here on the program. What's up, Scott?
6: What's up, Qualk?
0: How
4: you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Thanks for getting in, man.
0: Yeah, man. Hey, weren't you at the Journey concert the other night?
4: I was, yes, sir.
0: You was? How'd, what'd you think about it?
4: I really enjoyed it, um, Mark. One of the uh, EPI guys uh, or uh, Rhino, I guess, who does it now, uh, was was asking me about it earlier, and I said, you know, it was, it was an experience that made me think I would go watch them again, and that's like, honestly, uh, I feel like there needs to be a bit of separation if you're going to go see a, a band live. Like I would, I think I would go see them live again next week. It was, it was that good. I thought.
0: Yeah. I laughed because the, the lead singer. We almost played a drinking game because he kept saying. South Carolina Greenville. Like, he did. You know, over and over and over like 15 times I was like, okay, it's drinking time. Here we go. Yeah. You know, just, but, but anyway, hey uh uh just I just wanted to ask you about that. But anyway, uh baseball season man, it's here. And it's a beautiful time of the year. We know we're fixing to get some good warm weather. And I love it. Uh I wish I could get over there today, but I can't, but it's it's just the best time of the year, man, baseball season. And I give me dibs on Canerella going yard uh is the first one i heard y'all talking about that a little bit earlier um i think we come out of the gate on fire man i, I think i love back it i love this coaching staff and i think they got it together now season i think we're gonna be fantastic
4: you know i so. again i think a lot of people do and I, I think it's it's sort of blind faith right i mean it because of what they did yep. last year because of the track record what they're they're like every Everybody in the fan base is picking up what they're putting down right now. There's no skepticism. There's no question marks. Everybody is seeing and hearing what's coming out of there and going, we like this. We like how it sounds. We like how it looks. It makes sense. We like the results that we've seen. I can't recall a time, truly, I can't recall a time where I felt that a fan base was disunited in support of a staff after year one. I just can't like. Normally, if you have a good year one, people are behind you, but I'm think like yep. people are talking about competing for a national championship with all the questions that that doesn't make sense unless you have a great deal of right. blind faith in what the coaching staff is saying and doing.
0: I'm not sure if we're there yet. I do think we get to Omaha, but I don't know that we end up on the final day there yet. We ain't played the game yet, so. But I do think we get really close to. I, I think we're, we're Omaha bound this year, and I hope we are. But, uh, it's a lot different with uh, Bacchus than it has been our basketball coach, and I want to shift gears with you just real quick. Dude, three games ago, I thought we could go 0-9 down the stretch. <laughs> now I think we might go 9-0. I mean, like, what's going on over there? Can we get some kind of it's – like, it's like we got got multiple personalities on this team or something, you know? It's just like we never know what we're going to get.
4: Some of that is just the I'm, ebbs and fl- I mean, really, some of it is ebbs and flows of the season. Um, yeah. Some of it is just your best players are playing. Like somebody, I, I, well, we pointed it out on Monday, Ben. I think you said it. If Chase Hunter shoots a ball like that, they're going undefeated. Yeah. They're not going to lose again. Yeah. Well, um, I think so the that, big that key has man a lot has to do.
0: i been think the big key, and, and we getting him in, and he's getting
4: healthy, and he's getting going. Is Jack
0: Clark? I think having that yep. extra, that guy, I think he is the key to all of it. To be honest with you uh, I do hate it for him in a way Because I was hoping to see him this year Doesn't look like we're going to at all um, and, and I'm hoping that he's back next year maybe I don't know But uh, it's just uh, it's good things coming down the stretch And looking forward to it It's going to be a good weekend for, for Clemson I think, we, I think we beat NC State in basketball And I think we sweep these guys coming in with baseball And,
4: and, uh, and we have a good time this weekend So let's go Tigers I'll see you later Good stuff mate. Thanks Scott Appreciate the phone call Love it Love, uh, love where Scott's at right there um Ben, you're any any thoughts on what Scott's saying there? Sweeping baseball, winning <laughs> basketball, the the dramatic differences in the last 3 games?
3: Uh I uh, I'll, I'll sort of reserve comment on that. You, you know, guys, it this is this is basketball. It's nothing new. I mean, uh some of the best teams in the country have have little stretches i mean houston lost back-to-back games uh marquette lost back-to-back games alabama lost three in a row this is just the this is just the game i I mean it i don't know what else to to tell you and it very few teams are and schools are immune to ups and downs i i don't know i'm when you're on a three game win streak i just i just can't find it to, to to call and almost make that sound like it's bad because they've turned things around i it's a, it's a bit frustrating but it is what it is uh, you know for south carolina i i think south carolina talking about ups and downs um you know i think you really need to win tomorrow versus lsu because you just had this that tough one on the road with Auburn, and you've got back-to-back tough games at Ole Miss and and Texas A&M, and doesn't get any easier when Florida comes to town. I, I you know, I, I've been warning that that South Carolina hasn't really gone through that spell, and it feels like everybody does. I I, I have a hunch that's about to happen for South Carolina right here right now you got to bounce out you got to get through it and start playing good basketball again if it happens uh before before this before the regular season ends
4: you know to your point i've said many things on air about you know not letting good things be a just uh, make you nervous because bad things are coming but to a certain extent that's what that's what you do like if you haven't gone through that at this point in the year coaches start getting nervous that that they're going to go through it in the conference tournament or in the NCAA tournament or something like that. And in particular, I mean, something that something I think in response to, to Scott's call there, something I would point out is that I feel like the more ways you have to win, the quicker you get out of these slumps, but it doesn't make you immune to them. It just means that, you know, you're not relying on like two things. Like I, think one of the, like I think South Carolina is very good. And let's say South Carolina loses three, you know, three out of four. Let's say they win today and they lose their next two. Well, you know what? They're a good team, so they're going to come out of it eventually. You, you, you're not going to become some lesser version of yourself. I mean, barring some injury or some, you know, some significant development outside of just the ebbs and flows of the game. I think one of the reasons Clemson came out of their funk and looks better right now is because there are a lot of ways they can win. And a lot of those things started happening. And they added some ways to win, like on the boards. And like the fact that other than the weird Syracuse game in their last four, three of those four, they've been in single digits in turnovers. They've been protecting the basketball. They, they could not have shot the ball any worse in the first ten games of conference play or eight games of conference play. And now they're starting to shoot it a little bit better. And I would say they've started to shoot it normally. Uh, guess what? Not every team that faces Clemson is shooting 45% from three anymore. So there's there's all kinds of things like that, that over the course of time in a season, they are going to level off. If you think your team is as good as their best win, you're wrong. If you think the team is as bad as their worst loss, they're wrong. And if you think your team is as good or as bad as the, the, the best and worst stretches of your season, you're probably not correct. Uh, it just is what it is. And um, I am glad that Clemson has continued to sort of grind and keep their head down and continue to fight through some stuff. And they're not 100% right now. No. Um they're still dealing with nagging injuries and illness and whatever the case is uh, as they take on an NC State team that they should beat tomorrow. They probably should beat them by double digits to be quite honest with you.
3: I I am uncomfortably confident about tomorrow's game. <laughs> I really really well, you know it's NC State. It's it's part of your birthright to beat them in basketball. Um I'm I'm uncomfortably optimistic about tomorrow's game
4: i i am leaning on as much as you know i i made a big point yesterday to say that uh i just don't want to see i just don't want to see miami i don't want to see him that matchup weirds me out i don't like it i don't want to i don't want to be a part of any of that um nc state is the opposite it makes me uncomfortable how much i invite every single game with nc state yeah but because I just think Clemson's going to beat them by double digits. Because that's what Clemson does, especially at home. They just beat them by double digits, right?
3: I mean, that- right, right. The texture says we're not factoring in the fact that the Wolfpack play well on the CW. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Seven forty-five. Seven forty-five tip-off tomorrow on the CW and on 105.5 The Roar. Little odd start time. Uh, Quoc, on the other side, I I do want to circle back to something brett friedlander was trying to sell us there in the first or in the second segment rather uh and also we can maybe run down the slate of games tomorrow in the acc and the sec if you would like
4: yeah let's do that Um uh, we'll continue to get thoughts go vote in our poll online the RoyalFram.com slash polls or Royal mobile app click the poll tab what are your expectations for clemson baseball we'll update that on the other side as well hour two live at Doug kingsmore stadium is next WCCP-FM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville, anderson
1: WAHT-AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5 Spartanburg. We are the roar.
2: 59 years is a long time, especially when you're talking about how long a company has been in business. But that's exactly how long Joe Robertson and son have been servicing and installing roofs right here in the upstate. Fifty-nine years. That means that many of the roofs you see every day, your neighbors, the roof at your favorite restaurant, even the roofs you're driving past right now, are likely a Joe Robertson and Sun Roof. Now you might be wondering why so many people here in the upstate have